Good evening. Well, again, it is a pleasure to be here as we continue to examine Hannah, the mother of Samuel. I'm just going to do a real quick recap of this morning, and then we'll go into uh, wrap up with our last two points. First and foremost, we looked at Hannah's problems and and how she reacted and how most of us would have thrown in the towel and had just given up. But we did learn that no one's exempt from problems. We also talked about how the righteous often suffer. And I referred to Job. She never gave up her faith. She went year by year to the Lord's house, trusting that God would answer her prayer. So what is the one thing that we said that separates us as Christians, from non-Christians. is how we respond. How we respond in times of trial and tribulation. We turn it to the Lord. And that's what she did as we read her prayer that she fervently prayed. As she poured her heart out and her soul out to God the Father. Asking him to give her a son. Asking him to remember her, her, his maidservant. And he did that. She bore a son. So we learned from her problems, her prayer, and the fact of her provision that God answered. And I remember, I don't know if you remember the statement I made, where I said, God may not give us what we want, but he will give us what we need. And usually, that is better than what we wanted in the first place. But he blessed her. He blessed her with a child. Well, tonight we're going to continue on. We're going to look at Hannah's promise. The promise that she made to God. If you remember verse 11, she, she made a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your maidservant and remember me and not forget your maidservant, but will give your maidservant a male child, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall come upon his head. 
And now we're going to pick up in verse 21. Now the man of Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. But Hannah did not go up, for she said to her husband, Not until the child is weaned. Then I will take him, and he may appear before the Lord and remain there forever. So Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Do what seems best to you. Wait until you have weaned him. Only let the Lord establish his word. Then the woman stayed and nursed her son until she had weaned him. Now when she had weaned him, she took him up with her with three bulls, one ephah of flour and a skin of wine, and brought him to the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. Then they slaughtered a bull and brought the child to Eli. And she said, O my Lord, as your soul lives, my Lord, I am the woman who stood by you here praying to the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord has granted me my petition, which I asked of him. Therefore, I also have lent him to the Lord. As long as he lives, he shall be lent to the Lord. So they worshiped the Lord there. We're going to stop there for a moment. So she made a beautiful promise. And it kind of ties to the the law of the Nazarites, which is found in Numbers chapter 6. But most importantly, she carried out her promise. She did exactly what she told the Lord she was going to do. That is key. That we do exactly what we tell the Lord we're going to do. So, from her promise and how she kept it, there's a couple things that we can learn from that. First, we should keep our promises, right? A good, godly mother, a godly person, period, should not be known as a liar. And she was not. She brought her son, made an offering, and said, He shall be long to the Lord forever. Fulfillment of our promises, this is the second thing, should be done joyfully. Which leads to my final point as we jump into chapter 2, and we're just going to do the first 11 verses. Hannah's prayer of praise. How she praised the Lord after she made this offering. 
and left the child in the care of the church. And we all know he would become a leader. Samuel became a great leader. So let's look at Hannah's prayer that she prayed, her prayer of praise. And Hannah prayed and said, you know, I think we could all pray this. Just think of that as we go through this. My heart rejoices in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. If we are in the Lord, we should be rejoicing every day. Paul says, pray without ceasing in all circumstances. But we have a tendency to kind of put God on the shelf and take Him down in our time of need instead of praising Him in both the good and the bad. And she was praising Him. She says, I smile at my enemies because I rejoice in your salvation. No one is holy like the Lord. She's given credit where credit is due. For there is none beside you, she says. Nor is there any rock like our God. If we can't lean on God, then who can we lean on? There is no rock, she says, like my God. As she's rejoicing in her salvation. And then she goes on, she gives some advice. Talk no more so very proudly. Let no arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is the God of knowledge. And by Him, Actions are weighed. The bows of my of the mighty men are broken, and those who stumbled are girded with strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, and the hungry have ceased to hunger. Even the barren has borne seven. And she who has many children has become feeble. The Lord kills and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and brings up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low 
and lifts up. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the beggar from the ash heap to set them among princes and make them inherit the throne of glory. Praise God. You know, Christ's words were, those who exalt themselves will be humbled. Those who humble themselves will be exalted. Each of us can pray this prayer. She goes on. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's. And he has set the world upon them. He will guard the feet of his saints, but the wicked shall be silent in darkness. For by strength no man shall prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken in pieces. From heaven he will thunder against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will judge the ends of the earth. Some powerful words. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointing. Then Elkanah went to his house at Ramah. And this is beautiful. But the child ministered to the Lord before Eli the priest. I don't know about you, but that is one of the most, these 11 verses are some of the most beautiful in God's Word. She was giving credit where credit was due. She was placing God where He needs to be placed above all. Her heart was not broken. She was rejoicing. Rejoicing in her salvation as she handed over that child. And then we read, the child ministered before the priest Eli. Beautiful. We all should be on our knees praying that exact prayer. Giving God the credit. And that's exactly what this godly mother was doing. 
She was leading by example. All mothers want to lead by example. So if there's ever a time when you're feeling down or feeling that little bit of doubt, what a great passage to turn to. You know, Psalm 103, 1-5 reads, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, Bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives us all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Praise God. And this who satisfies your mouth with good things. So that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Praise God. Remember where you were. When you gave your life to the Lord. Sometimes we got to hit rock bottom. And be looking up. To see ourselves through God's eyes. And he'll lift you up. And he'll dust you up. Because of his tender mercy. And his loving kindness. Hannah was a godly woman. And a godly mother. Who set the example for each of us. Now I'm going to wrap this up with this. Her faith, her prayers, her commitment to God, and her life should remind us of where our strength truly lies. It's not in man. It's in God. In a loving and merciful God. Who is going to lead us. Who is going to guide us. Who is going to direct us. Whether we're on the mountain. Or in the valley. That's the key. Whether we are on the mountain. Or in the valley. We can always turn to God. And should. We've got to fully trust 
and completely seek his face in all of it. And when we do this, praise God, you're going to see him move and move in your life so strongly that it's even hard for us to fathom. She poured her heart out to God. He gave her what she sought. She kept her promise. And lo and behold, that child became a minister. So, tonight, I'm kind of going to echo a little bit of what I said this morning as our hymn of invitation is being played. Whether we have 10 or 300, I don't like this. I do not want to end a service without a hymn of invitation because I never know what anyone is going through. And I'm not going to assume. It's all in God's hands. So if there's anything that's bothering you, maybe you're feeling some distress. Maybe you just kind of swayed. You ask, you need God to redirect. If you're not a member, this is a great home from what I've seen. And I've only been here a day. Don't wait too long. Because we don't know when the good Lord's coming back. But we do know he's coming back. He's coming as a thief in the night. And God does not want not one of us to spend an eternity in hell. He wants us to spend an eternity in his presence. Worshiping him. Father God, I just come to you, Lord, and I thank you again, Lord, for this opportunity. It is such a blessing to be able to share your word. And I thank you, Lord, that you guided me and you gave me the words to say. And I pray, Lord, that what I have said, whether it be this morning or this evening, I pray that it has touched someone that is sitting here today. I pray, Lord, that if there is anyone here that does not know you or that is going through some trials and tribulations, that they give it to you. Knowing, Lord, that because of your mercy and your loving kindness, you will wrap your arms around them and guide them the rest of the way. Thank you, Lord. Is in your son Jesus' precious name that I humbly pray. Amen.